This podcast is brought to you by Lacrosse All Stars, growing the game one podcast at a time. Hello, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Outside the Eight. My name's Cassie Brunel, and I'm your host. This is officially episode eight of Outside the Eight. I just wanted to commemorate that because we've made it this far. And if you've been listening to all eight episodes, I really want to know what you think. So if you have feedback, I'm going to put the ask in now at the beginning. Send me a message. Send me an email. Cassie, C-A-S-S-I-E, at laxallstars.com, or send us a note on Twitter or on Instagram, on the Lax All Stars Instagram. So, that being said, episode 8 features a pro lacrosse player, a former UMass All-Star, a really cool chick from Boston, the Boston area. Her name is Tanner Guarino. Tanner currently is a player for the New England Command. She runs Gold Star Lacrosse in Massachusetts. She played at UMass all four years, graduated in 2014, played all the games in her college career. She met with me while I was in Boston in August. I'm just now releasing this episode because, as luck would have it, this week was the WPLL draft, so I thought it was timely to line up this WPLL player with the draft that allowed new players to join the league. Some trades happened, and 32 players were picked in this initial draft. I'll talk about more of that at the end of the episode, but at the beginning, Tanner and I talk about her journey, her lacrosse journey, how she got to be playing, why, what she's doing now with her amazing sister-in-law, Kristen Igo and many other things lacrosse-related. We also talk about our nieces and nephews, because we both have them and we love them. So enjoy the episode. Like I said, send us feedback. Thank you for listening to Outside the Eight. This is your eighth episode. Congratulations, you've made it this far. Here we go. We are here today with Miss Tanner Guarino. I said that right? Yes. I love your name. Thank you. It's an awesome name. <laughs> Thank you. Where did it come from? Um, my mom just picked it. Something different. Yeah. I love it. Um, good sports name. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here. I like. I so appreciate the last minute uh, coming out here to Boston. I'm here for just the weekend for a wedding and um, was able to connect with you. So I appreciate it. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited. Yeah? Yeah. How's your week going? It's good. Um, yesterday was Play Lax Day. Yeah, I was seeing hashtag Play yeah. Lax Day everywhere. So this is appropriate. Did you play Lax? I did. I did play Lax. What did you do? I went to a local high school and I shot around. Nice. Yes. Just so, with, with some, some friends? Yeah, some of the kids. Oh, fun. Yeah. Cool. So you have done a lot. I'm sure you've had a very busy summer. 
you're yes. coaching, you were playing. Yep, tournaments and playing and yeah, all over. So there's a lot to talk about. Um, you played at UMass, graduated 2014. 2014, and you hold the record for most number of games played. You did not miss a game? I did not miss a game my whole career. That is incredible. Yeah, I, I love to play. <laughs> <laughs> but you were state injury free. Yes, not You never got one. sick. Yes, I, I mean, a, a little sick, it. yeah, you play through that. Yeah, but. awesome. Cool, we will dive into all of that. Um, so just real quickly though, um, we were kind of talking about this before, I, was, I heard you mentioning that you grew up with brothers and um, but lacrosse, they didn't play lacrosse or anything. No, So yeah. how did that come into your life? Um, I actually didn't start lacrosse till my freshman year of high school. Okay. So I played softball my whole life, and um, my brothers played football, so I cheerleaded. Wow. We played, I yeah. played basketball. So everything but lacrosse. And then um, I was playing basketball, and actually now my sister-in-law, her dad, said to my dad, oh, is Tan like... Is Tanner done with softball? She should pick up lacrosse. And who is your sister-in-law? Kristen Igo. Yeah. She played at BC. Okay. So, um, yeah, my dad said you should try it. My mom said you should try it. And I gave it a try. And, and now I'm You here. loved it? I loved it. So, did, was there a high school team and everything that you yep. were able to... So, I tried out my to? freshman year. Um, I ended up making varsity mm -hmm. and being a starting low defender. Because of basketball, it's the same yeah. footwork. You just add a stick. Absolutely. I played basketball too growing yeah, up completely. It's the same. And I basically started playing lacrosse like in eighth ninth grade. Yeah, so. it's just same the same thing. same footwork, um, same idea, same concepts, just with a stick. Mm -hmm. So and then I'm sophomore year I was like a D wing. That I don't really yeah. think they have that anymore. I know but, when they had those, those um, titles. So like a little D wing midi. Then my junior and senior year I moved my way up to attack wing, mm -hmm. just because if you work on your stick work and stuff yeah. and then you were like, I'm going to score goals. Yes. So, and then my freshman year, actually, with Chris and I go, we won the state championship. Oh, fun. And then my senior year, we won it. So. Oh, awesome. Really That's fun. a similar thing to me. I mean, my state championship was much smaller because there weren't a lot of teams. I'm from Idaho. Yeah. And oh, cool. so we won my freshman year, and then we won again my senior year. Yeah. I'd rather it that way. Yeah. <laughs> you start and end. Exactly. So she's four years older than you? Or three years? Three. Yeah. Okay. Three years older. Um, awesome. And then... When you were going to go to college, did you know you wanted to play lacrosse? Um, well, my whole life I wanted to be a basketball player and play basketball in yeah. college. And then, I don't know, something just that's, changed. This it just, is funny because I was same story. the same. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool that we yeah. can connect like that. But so a lot of, um, I don't know, I was always basketball, basketball, basketball camps. Mm -hmm. I would say to my mom, oh, I don't really like that school for basketball. That's all I was about. And then, I don't know, I just started to love lacrosse. And yeah. My high school coach said, you're going to have opportunities, so I kind of went with that, and UMass, I chose UMass at yeah. the end. And how was your experience at UMass? I loved it. Yes, I really did. Every every part, it was fun and competitive, the lacrosse part, and mm -hmm. I mean, I made best friends there. And, and not super far from home. Not far, which I wanted. I wanted my parents to go to games and yeah. be able to experience the same things with me. So. Yeah. That's that's super special. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I um, I had you know growing up, I was like, oh, I want to play basketball in college. And then when I was playing lacrosse and I was good at it, I was like, oh, maybe 
lacrosse would be a better option. And then, obviously, being from the West Coast, there aren't a lot of, like, D1 programs or um, just programs in general, but it all, you know, worked out the way it worked out, and um, I'm so glad I I chose that path. I know, I agree. (laughs) And it was so fresh and new at that point. Like, I was still learning. I feel like I'm still learning. I, like, there's so much to learn about the game, and it keeps growing and changing, but that's the fun part about Mm -hmm. it. Um, so being from the East coast and kind of starting lacrosse late, was there, um, was it harder to get kind of into it or? Um, it wasn't as popular. I would say like it was popular in Massachusetts, just not like it's not Long Island or Maryland. Um, now it's very, it's like hotbed for lacrosse. I'd say Massachusetts is getting there, but, um, I don't know. It was a different game. I didn't. I'm, as long as you had speed and athleticism, you could kind of jump right in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that, those like helped me mm-hmm. um, really adjust to the game and get into the game. Yeah. So it wasn't too hard, but just learning all the stick skills. And- so as you're coaching now um, and you're, are you helping girls get recruited? Yeah. Our club team does, yeah. Um, so have you noticed kind of a difference? Yeah. So we actually. I run a club lacrosse program with Kristen, my mm-hmm. sister-in-law, Gold Star Lacrosse, and we have fourth grade all the way to 11th. Okay. So we're finally having kids. We started, this will be our fifth year in August. So wow. We finally have kids, you like, know, wanting, gone yeah, gone all the way through and want to play in college. And we just had a few girls commit um, to oh, local cool. schools around here. So that's a fun part. And I do, and I also coach high school, um, Natick High School. Okay. Where's so that? It's in... Massachusetts. Okay. It's well. the town over from where I grew up. Okay. A rival, actually. <laughs> but, um, so I do, I think the game is a lot different. Kids are so much better just because they start so much earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think kids really invest a lot more time into it now because mm-hmm. there's club and a lot of kids just specialize in the sport. So, um. Yeah, I they think, aren't playing multiple yeah. sports. Which I think is good and bad. Agree. Um, I think there is value in having the multiple sport experience and there's a lot of crossover like with yes, basketball, how yeah. you mentioned and um but because it's so competitive and now there's more opportunity to go to college kids are specializing earlier yeah they just choose one and they do it year-round which mm-hmm. is great but like you said you miss out on a lot of just mm-hmm. different type you know a well-rounded athlete who can do everything mm-hmm. so it's different but so um moving backwards a little bit uh so you played you know all your games at UMass um scored a ton of goals like I think so Rachel DeCecco sent me a nice little bio (laughs) for you um which was lovely thank you Rachel uh and so she was like you know just highlighting your successes um and then I'm always curious to hear kind of like, so you had all this success in college. You guys made it to the tournament. You made mm-hmm. it to, like, Sweet 16, 16 twice. Yep. Um, but when you were finishing up your senior year, what was what were you thinking about for your next step? Um, honestly, I remember at the beginning of my senior year, you know, everyone has those nerves. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And um, Kristen came to me and was like, I really want to start a club program. So I remember uh, thinking about it, and, and I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? So when I graduated, we just kind of started building the program, mm-hmm. and 
making the brand of Gold Star Lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And I guess I really, it's funny because you really don't don't know what you're going to do and it kind of just happened, mm-hmm. which I always say like life just happens and yeah. I feel like it just kind of, there was the opportunity and we kind of just you rolled just started with it. it. Yeah. That's cool. And it's cool you had someone a little bit older yeah. who had kind of had a similar experience, right? And it sounds yeah. like she's been a part of your life. Forever. For a long time. <laughs> yes. As long as I can remember. Um, that's awesome. Um, so when you guys were putting together Gold Star, was it, um, did you start small or how, how did, what yeah. was the kind of beginnings? Of um, yep. We started small. We started with just youth kids. So we did our first year, fourth to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even know what to expect. I mean, we went to local towns and, you know, helped them and ran a practice and promoted and I was like I hope we get 30 kids and then when tryouts were happening we ended up we ended up getting for our first year like 80 kids oh wow so we were overwhelmed it was just gonna be me and her and one other girl we asked to coach with us yeah so we were like oh we gotta get more coaches it was overwhelming in a good way but Mm -hmm. and exciting that the game is growing that much Mm -hmm. and there's that many kids that are interested so that was really cool. That's awesome. And are you guys doing stuff all year? Yep. Okay. It's all year round. So we have, we just had tryouts last weekend. We'll have tryouts again this weekend. Awesome. Um, that, and which, do you have like a grade level or age level that you like the most? Or, you know, you don't have yeah. favorites, but. No, not favorites. <laughs> um, I do like the, the little kids. The I little like kids. teaching. Mm-hmm. I like that part of like teaching all the fundamentals and the basics. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I do like all the grades. They're all different in a way. And mm-hmm. um, obviously the high school is the most experienced and that's fun to coach because you kind of just can yell at them exactly. and put them where they need to be. And But um, I do like the teaching part of it. Yeah, I coached third graders this past So spring. fun. Yes, they were wonderful, but also crazy. Yes. I was like, oh my God, listen. You have to have a lot of patience. And the sticks yes. are bigger than them, and they don't know what they're I doing. Know. But exactly. And then they're like hitting each other yeah. with them, and you're like, that's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, but that's, it is true. I think teaching kind of the fundamentals of the game early on can be rewarding because they yeah. get, they um, improve so much faster. They show the improvement, yeah. Yeah, and then high school it's a little more of like the mental game and being like you know how to do this you just got to go in and do it and a little bit of technique and different things like Uh that yeah um so yeah that's awesome so you were also a pretty strong defender through college too right yes um and often you know we talk a lot about the people who score and the people who you know the, the midfielders people making plays but um what are some of like the key defensive things that I don't know. Let's talk a little bit about yeah, defense. Um, yeah, like what um, is important. I would say like body positioning. Yeah. Um, instincts. Um, anticipating the mm-hmm. next play. I I love defense. I really do. Everyone loves to score goals, and it's really fun to score goals and assist goals. But mm-hmm. defense is rewarding when you stop someone or you help your teammates stop someone mm-hmm. or you cause a turnover. Um, and the goalie makes a save, like that's incredible. So I've really, I've always loved defense and basketball too. Every, yeah. you know, um, but I think all those things are really important and trusting your instincts. I always tell a kid either go or don't, but it can't be in the middle. Yeah. And if you're in the middle, just go. 
like go with it and then hopefully your team can adjust around you exactly that the sliding yeah the sliding is one of the most important teaching things and when um with the little girls I find you know you just you have to do it over oh (laughs) muscle memory and then you explain it and then they do it and then you're like okay now do it again like every time you have to do that yeah um but yeah I played um defense primarily in college too and I it is like it's hard when you're getting like killed by a team and you're on defense the majority of the game um exhausting which yeah which was our experience a lot but um yeah, it is so important to, you know, for for the game, obviously. And um, when you get that stop and then you can run the ball down the yeah. field. Best feeling. <laughs> Great feeling. Um, very cool. So this past... Well, so you played in um, the professional leagues. You played mm-hmm. in both of them. Yes. Yep. Which not a lot of people have played in both, I don't think. Um, I think there's a handful of us. A handful. Yeah. Um, and you were on the team this year that won the championship, yep. and that was a very exciting championship. Yes, game the New England Command, the Baltimore Brave. Um, I had I spoke with Taylor Thornton a few weeks ago, oh, awesome. and so she actually had to miss that game. So did I. You did too. Yes. Oh my gosh! So I, I like, haven't <laughs> talked to anyone who actually played in it. I wasn't there, but I was at the semifinal game, which was just as exciting. Yeah. Um, but so cool really so cool. Yeah, so what has your experience been like? And and also kind of post-college, having the opportunity to, to play um, in like to play beyond just mm-hmm. college, What what's that been like for you? Honestly, when the leagues came about, it's just something you look forward to. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, like now I'm working out for something. Like it's not mm-hmm. just because uh, I'm working out to work out. Like I'm excited and looking forward to each summer and each season. Mm-hmm. So um, this year was really special. Again, I got to play with Kristen, which is awesome. And and um, how lucky you guys both got on the same. I know team. we're lucky, and it's really special. Made it nice for, me. for your family to go yes. to games. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and we traveled together and things like that. Um, but just a great group of players and, and women, and mm-hmm. just well run and the coaching staff of each team I mean it doesn't get better than that so just being around all the all the women that love lacrosse and want to grow the game it it's special it really Mm -hmm. is and a lot of the women are like you are coaching yeah running clubs that are helping you know younger kids and that's one of my favorite things about um just the opportunity to have the professional league it's just it's like another accessibility um, and also having players to look up to. Yeah. Um, because for, you know, prior, it was like, oh, post-college, like, that those people just went off and, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe played on Team USA, but, like, that's such a small yeah. number. Um, and this really uh, expands the reach. Yes. And now it's like you're, the girls you're coaching are like, oh, my coach is a professional yeah. player. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I mean, we're all very fortunate and. I get to do something I love and then I get to share it with the, the the next generation and the generation after that. So, and like you said, I get to connect on a different level with um, some of the players. Mm-hmm. We're kind of all in the same boat. Um, I think at the semifinal game before the game, I was talking to Meg Doughty. Mm-hmm. She played at Maryland. She's, she's starting a club and we've connected a few times since just going, she's asked me questions and just being able to help her and she helps me mm-hmm. and there's college coaches on our team. So if we, 
I don't know, don't yeah. understand the recruiting rules or things like that, we can ask. So yeah. it's really, I said this earlier, but it's such a small world once you're in it. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool to be Yeah, there. no, it is. It's like this person knows this person. Yeah. And yeah, and like my friend you just met, yeah. you guys shared a coach. So um, I it's think endless. It's, it really is, um, which is, it's so funny, you know, I'm doing this podcast and I'm, you know, talking to people and I often feel like, oh, like, you know, who am I? I'm just a girl from Boise, Idaho. Like, um, (laughs) but how cool is that? But it's uh, sure. But it's nice because there hasn't been any like, oh, who's that girl doing this like thing? Um, but I think that's also, we're all trying to do something for the sport and contribute. We love it. Right. Um, so what are some things that there's already been, you know, some really positive, in my opinion, rules changes. What are some things that you want to see for the game in the next, you know, few years? I hate this question. (laughs) Don't have that. (laughs) Because I think the game is so great. It's so much faster now. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that they added the shot clock. Mm-hmm. The league this year actually made it even faster. 60 seconds instead of 90. Um, fast game. They put less players on the field. So people are scoring more goals. Quicker game. Quicker subs. A lot of players in. Um, what else to be added? Ooh, I don't know. They already put the two points in. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. But as far as the growth and stuff yeah I hope that teams add in I hope we get other cities and that would be really cool to just expand and Mm -hmm. you know we're on the east coast now maybe you get like a west coast team that would be awesome or maybe a team out of Idaho probably not (laughs) um but the west coast I mean a lot of those um women live on the west coast I mean not a lot but a A handful yeah um, or they coach out there. Mm-hmm. So having an opportunity to have a West Coast presence would be awesome. Mm-hmm. The men's um, NLL league is launching a San Diego team. Oh, awesome! Yeah, so I'm hoping that somehow, some way that yeah. But you can see how their league has grown over mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm. So just hopeful that that happens for us too. Yeah, and there's more you know D1 programs on the West Coast now, and they're becoming more and more competitive. Yeah. Um, which I, which is awesome. It's so fun to see, and um, we saw a couple like USC games this year when they were yeah. doing well. So they did they the one of the games we watched was um, versus Stony Brook. Yeah, high level lacrosse. Yeah. So I mean both awesome. programs. Yes, I know that's fun seeing all the programs pop up, and that just gives more kids more opportunity. Mm-hmm. I said this to someone recently. There's not like one powerhouse team anymore. Right. And which is awesome because I just think kids are so good that now they're they're like leveling the playing field at other schools. Mm-hmm. JMU and BC both have never won a national championship and they were in it this yeah this year. Yeah, and that was such a great game. Yeah. That's one of those games that like could have played another like 20, 30 minutes <laughs> and like you still don't know yeah. how it would have ended. Back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. But just how cool is that that neither one have ever won a national mm-hmm. championship and they were the two that's in it, so mm-hmm. kind of yeah. Very cool. Do you have any girls on the recruiting track to BC at all? Maybe, um, maybe in the future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're we're right, local, <laughs> right in your backyard. That would be awesome. Um, did you play with the mesh sticks at all? Um, yeah, I have. 
I have a string king. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have one of the Under Armour strings. Uh, Under Armour sticks strung with that. Um, pretty, I like it. It's different. Yeah. But helps the game, I think. Oh, yeah. Makes your shots so fast. Yeah. So accurate. Um, different. Mm-hmm. I already said that, but... <laughs> yeah, something you have to get used yeah. to. That's what I've heard, too. Um, but I think it's... All of these are, I think, positive changes. Do you agree? No, I agree. And every kid likes a different stick, and every player and woman likes a different stick. So mm-hmm. now there's kind of something for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um what would you say is like the number one thing lacrosse has given you? Oh God. It's like my life now. Um, (laughs) I mean, you create so many great relationships. I just had a wedding this past weekend Mm -hmm. from one of my UMass teammates and, Mm -hmm. Oh, you could like just feel the love between all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really special. Uh, the experiences, I mean, the tailgates with your family and and the other families, just, it's really given me a lot. I'm so fortunate. And that's like my goal is to help the next generation and kids in my program and and young girls have that experience and share that because there's really nothing like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, that's that's how I am too. I mean, I'm here with with the girlfriends that I played with. We're going to another teammate's wedding, um, which... It's, it's awesome because you have this kind of bond that um, there's so many stories and yeah. inside jokes and different things that just like don't go away even after. And the good, the bad, the <laughs> ugly, like everything. Yeah. You it's go through a lot. A lot, a lot. Are you playing this, um, when you were playing in the professional league this summer, were you playing with girls that you played against in college? Um, against, yep. And I, one of my UMass teammates was on Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So it, that that's the fun part, seeing people you know and who you've cro- crossed paths with, crossed oh, paths yes. with yeah. before. Yeah. Um, is a really like that's the fun part. Mm-hmm. So. And was your experience overall with the league good? Yeah, positive. Yeah, really positive. Good. Yeah. Because that's. Not that they, it wouldn't be, but it's always just kind of the challenge, I think, of starting something new, um, and you're bringing all these people together, uh, but I, I think everything that they're doing is not just to grow the game, but also to, like, empower the women who are yeah. playing, right? That's kind of one of their missions. Um, and you can feel that. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there anything, like, what's coming up for fall for you? Um just a lot of club stuff we have like a tournament every weekend which is which is great I like to travel some are local so you take the girls and or take teams and yep we have um there's one in Florida we go to oh fun yeah this will be our first year there so I'm excited that's awesome we'll go to Maryland in November as well and then there's a bunch of local ones and it's nice their colleges hold them too so Mm -hmm. um some of the kids get to go see some of the local colleges which is good for them. Yeah, it's kind of a good way to get them thinking about. Yeah, ease stuff. into it. Yeah. So, what grade level is that? Is that do the younger girls? Mainly? Yeah, we'll have some younger girls go to the local schools as well. Yeah. I mean, it's fun and it's easy, and you get to see the school. And sometimes the um, like we'll go up to UMass. They run a tournament, mm-hmm. and the players like uh, keep the score and are at the concession yeah. uh, stand. So things like that. You get to 
meet people and see what it's all about. Yeah, that's so fun. That's mm-hmm. and um, because the main season is in the spring, so this is just kind of like yeah, fall ball. Yeah, and for club um, like recruiting purposes, those two there's some big tournaments in the fall. And then summer, there's really big tournaments for recruiting. Where are those ones at for the fall ones? The falls, like the Maryland, the Florida. Okay. Yeah. And then in the summer, same thing. Maryland, Pennsylvania, all over. But Fine. What yes. are you most kind of looking forward to? For club? Yeah. Or just, yeah. In general? Coming out of your summer. Oh, coming out of the summer. <laughs> I do love the summer, but... <laughs> it is hot and humid here, It though. is. It's been so humid lately, mm-hmm. but... Um, I don't know. I feel like there's less of a routine in the summer just because it's a little more laid back. But um, mm-hmm. I like the routine and getting into things. So, What do you do to stay in shape? What do I do to stay in shape? <laughs> oh, well, I always jump in at practice. I what love that. Yeah. Um, I'll work out on my own. I like boxing. I go to boxing classes. Oh, really? That's I enjoy cool. that, yes. Um, yeah. Anything and everything open to suggestions but it's I mean it's kind of like what you do your whole life I mean Mm -hmm. for college I would go to a field run on my own Mm -hmm. same thing you keep that going yeah a lot of girls I feel like either don't after college they don't know how to do that on Mm -hmm. their own um or they're just burnt out they're like yeah but like my friend um now she's like a yoga instructor and like it's you know yeah, things like that yeah kind of getting I, yourself into something that is still structured but different I prefer to run sprints at a turf yeah then like go on a run I like I'd rather run on the turf That's than so do funny. sprints yeah you'd rather <laughs> yes run. okay do some fitness testing yeah. <laughs> run my old college run test yeah no, but I, I don't know I like that better yeah yes that's what I've just been used to yeah so you keep it up. Yeah. That's cool. And I'm sure your sister-in-law and you probably... Yes, we'll work out, work together, out together. And Yes. I'm with her a lot. <laughs> That's so, so funny. That's do good. It it's yeah. good to like your sister-in-law. Yes, it is. spend a lot of time together. <laughs> and you have nieces and nephews? Two nephews. Oh, fun. Yes. Cash and Gage. Oh. They're really cute. Love oh, my God. That. I could talk about them forever. So. No, I have a niece. <laughs> Do my you? brother, oh. yeah, and so she had a baby last year, and now she's like 14 months old. And she's Nothing just, like being an aunt, right? Yes. Just the cutest thing ever. She's got her little acrostic oh, that, you know. That. Yeah. We're like, so her, her mom did like ballet and was a dancer primarily, and then um, my brother obviously was a cross person, mm-hmm. and so we're like, what's she going to do? But she'll play all the sports yes like we will I'm gonna be like she she can play everything she can do anything yeah I know that's how I feel whatever they want to do yeah whatever they tell me to do I do (laughs) (laughs) how old are they um cash is three okay and gauge is gonna be one in September okay yes they're very fun very fun ages yes full of life they're so smart I'm like yeah they outsmart me (laughs) But they trick you? Yeah, they're cute. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, my hope is that in many years when she is hopefully playing lacrosse, that there are a lot of opportunities and a lot of, um, you know, whatever kind of next step she wants to take, that, that that's available and that the, the quality of um, the game and um, the experience is really... Positive. Yeah, 
I think it will be. So that's, yes. that's my two cents. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to mention or no, I plug New England Command? Yes. Maybe. Uh, so what will happen next year? They'll, like, was it just, did you just have a contract with them for, like, season yeah and I, I so they have five teams I don't know if they'll add a team yeah um I don't know things like that but I know they'll probably send out I think they want to do some stuff in the fall as well mm-hmm. so I think they have a ton of ideas they're just doing what they can like you said to empower women and grow the grow the game and so yeah. we'll see what they what was that a different experience than with the United Women's Lacrosse League no I, they're both I mean that league's yeah run well too yeah um it's just there's two leagues so it's a little different yeah some sort of merger yeah i don't know so that there's one big thing that everyone can work towards yeah i know so we have five teams in that i think they have four still so there's a lot of people that want to play and women that want to stay involved Mm -hmm. so you never want to close that door for anyone no i think that's that's the biggest thing and girls that um you know, are a few years out of college mm-hmm. are now like going back to it. Yeah. Um, which I think is really cool. And then all of these players that are just coming out will be able to have to that keep opportunity too. Yeah. Playing as well. Um, I, yeah, I think it's a really cool opportunity. Lots of lacrosse. Lots of lacrosse. Lacrosse is your life. Yes. But and I love do you it. Do see that changing at any time? No, I don't. I love it too much. I, I want to share all my passion with all all the kids and everything mm-hmm. um it's, i'm lucky i feel very lucky and blessed to yeah. get to do something i love every day you got to get out to the west coast and <laughs> yes. grow the game out there yes it's fun because there are a lot of east coast um women that are, are out there um, coaching and and doing stuff which is uh really cool because like we didn't have that type of access mm-hmm. growing up um and it's just kind of another avenue for the sport but it sounds like the the game in your town has grown a lot Mm -hmm. just all around in Massachusetts yeah which I think like being a west coast person I'm like oh it's like the east coast is full of lacrosse and like everywhere has lacrosse but that's actually not no I it's I mean there's a hotbeds but now everyone it's starting to get in every state and grow a little more and so I wouldn't say the whole east coast but a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Boston's cool. I we've enjoyed our time here. Um, lots of history. Mm-hmm. Lots of interesting buildings and a big sports city too. Yes, big sports city. Um, do you have? Are you a big? Oh, I'm big. Everything: Patriots, Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics. Yes. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> um, that's cool. Yeah, we we've had a good time and it's been uh, it's been quick. I'm a little tired. Yes. <laughs> but like I said, there's like nothing like getting together with your old teammates yeah. and reconnecting and having a good time, even though we all live kind of in different places now. Mm-hmm. So, Special. yeah. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much. Yes. Thanks thank for, you having for me. driving <laughs> over here and hanging out with me. Um, this has been, it's really nice to talk to someone that, you know, is really involved in mm-hmm. in lacrosse and kind of contributing at all levels you know from the youth yes. to professional so that's awesome um 
Anything else you want to plug? No, thank or... you so much. <laughs> it's been fun. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad. Thank you for listening to my episode with Tanner. We definitely enjoyed our quick trip to Boston, and I'm really glad I was able to connect with Tanner. She has a lot of insight to the game, especially growing up in Massachusetts and and playing for UMass and really having that kind of homegrown mentality when it comes to growing lacrosse in where you grew up and, and having a lot of passion for that. So I really appreciate her being open about, you know, what that's been like for her, what it's been like to build a business and build her club team in Gold Star. I think she has a lot of good insight and um, there's just a few things I wanted to kind of fact check and then talk about some latest lacrosse news. So here we go. Like we mentioned, Tanner is born and raised in Massachusetts. She went to UMass Amherst and led her team to four A-10 conference championships, four NCAA appearances, three of which where she appeared in the Sweet 16. Tanner has clearly been a contributor on and off the field with lacrosse. She has done a lot, especially in Massachusetts, to grow the game and grow youth in high school lacrosse in the surrounding area where she grew up. We mentioned her sister-in-law, Kristen Igo. Kristen went to Boston College and graduated in 2012. She had also a great career at Boston, and it's amazing that her and Tanner were able to build up this new club program and make it available to the area that they now live. Like we mentioned, both Tanner and Kristen are now playing for the New England Command, who were the champions of the WPLL season this past summer. They also were both both recently inducted into the Framingham High School Hall of Fame for their athletic contributions and accomplishments. So congrats to both of them on that. Gold Star Lacrosse is based in the greater Boston area with youth and high school girls teams. If you're in that area and you're interested, it's definitely a club team to get a part of. Tanner mentions that they were doing a few tournaments this upcoming fall, including in Florida, which I'm guessing is the upcoming President's Cup in Orlando, which uh, teams from all over the country are planning to go to and should be pretty exciting. And that is a perfect segue because I just found out that the WPLL will be bringing a team to play against Team USA at President's Cup. So if you are attending that tournament, be sure to check out that event. I think it's very cool that they are integrating these events with their teams and the opportunity to really showcase the athletes and the league. I also love how Tanner talks about the opportunity to network with other women and lacrosse players through her experience with the WPLL. It's definitely part of their mission to not just develop the athlete and the player and win games. This is a holistic approach. It's developing women professionally and personally and giving them the resources and tools to really grow and take hold of what it is they're trying to achieve, whether that be within lacrosse or outside of it. And I think that's really important as we discuss, you know, the very nature of being multifaceted and having different interests. Lacrosse can be such a building block to help you reach your goals beyond just the field. And I think it's cool that the WPLL is providing that opportunity for these women to get to know each other, you know, former people who were competing against each other in college at the high level now can really work together to grow the game. I hope you enjoyed my episode with Tanner. It was nice to get her perspective and take on all the experiences that she's having with lacrosse at many different levels. 
I'm also sure that she is relishing in the Red Sox win of the World Series this past Sunday. Those poor Dodgers just couldn't make up for it. All right, that's it for my fact check. I did want to talk a little bit about lacrosse news that's currently happening, so we will dive into that. It was announced last week that the new Men's Professional League will be making its debut next summer. Paul Rabel and his team made a splash with this announcement. Um, It's something that was talked about for a while, and now the PLL will be happening next summer. And I think it's interesting because now we have a WPLL as well on the women's side. And of course, with women's sports, there always has to be a W in front of it. And now there is a PLL to kind of match that. It makes me wonder, what does this mean for the game as a whole, for lacrosse in general? There's a lot of interesting and different things that will be happening with the PLL. They have all the top players that you would want to be a part of the league. They will be paying them more. They will be offering benefits. They will be a tour-based structure with the teams, which I think will be challenging, but also allow geographically people to become more involved and get to see these players in action. And Paul Rabel has an interesting episode on his Suiting Up podcast with his brother, Mike, who is the CEO of the PLL. They talk about kind of the development of their ideas surrounding this new league and their initial thoughts right after the launch. So I would recommend checking that out if you wanted to learn more. But I do kind of wonder what do you guys think this means for lacrosse as a whole? And is it good? Is it bad? How do you think it's going to play out? It's definitely something that is shaking things up with the fact that NBC will be broadcasting a lot of these games, NBC Sports, uh, and making it a little bit more mainstream and accessible. Ultimately, it's a good thing for the game and could mean good things for the Women's Professional League in the future. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, the fall draft for the WPLL happened on Tuesday of this week. There were 32 players drafted. A number of them had been a part of the United Women's Lacrosse League, including Michelle Tumalo, Kayla Trainer, and Shelby Fredericks, and they were the top three picks for this draft. There were also a couple of trades that happened, uh, but overall, if you would like to see all the things that happened with the Women's Professional League, check out Pro Women's Lax on Instagram. They covered all the draft picks and different things that happened. They're also heading to Japan next week to compete, which is very exciting. I am sure there'll be a lot of coverage on Instagram and Twitter, so be sure to check that out as they do more things. All right, the last little thing I wanted to highlight is KO17, Kylie Olmiller. She launched her YouTube page. If you haven't checked that out, make sure you do. She was recently featured on Krista Samaris's podcast called Brave Your Fear. I haven't had a chance to listen yet, but I know it's going to be good. I'm excited to hear what she has to say, and I think Kylie's doing really cool stuff fresh out of college and building something surrounding her success and really making it accessible. So that's awesome. She also has a very fun YouTube video, a little Halloween treat with Jules Heinenberg. They shoot at pumpkins. 
be sure to check that out. You can find it on Lax All Stars and you can find it on their Instagrams as well. All right, guys, thank you again for listening to the eighth episode of Outside the Eight. Please let us know what you think and who you want to hear from and what questions you have that we should talk about. All the episodes of this podcast are available on the Lacrosse All Stars channel through SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocketcast. Those are all the ones I can think of right now, but wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Lacrosse All Stars has other podcasts in their channel as well, including the Advanced Lacrosse Podcast, the Game Changer Podcast, and the Know the Game Podcast. Be sure to check all of those out and leave a rating and review of the channel. If you especially love Outside the Eight, leave a review identifying it as that, and we will be most grateful to hear what you think. Thanks again, guys. Hope you had a great Halloween. We will be back next Thursday. That's when we're dropping these episodes on Thursdays. So stay tuned to social media, to lacrosseallstars.com, and to future episodes. Have a good one. Thank you.